Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Hey gang, this is Tom Hayes in Boston, Massachusetts, Beantown, USA. Thursday, March 30th. Where did March go? Anyway, Rudy. Let's play a little back to the Sugar Shack. We'll bring Rudy Garino on in a second. Sometimes you don't know what to do. Darcel 
over 40 years ago, maybe 45 years ago, I saw her in Boston in a play called uh, Motown, uh, Dancing in the Streets. It was a Motown review. And oh, I remember that. Yeah, remember I that? Remember. It was right after. Yeah, remember after the Sugar Shack closed, they did that. Well, anyway, she was giving a concert. I don't know exactly who it was. I think it might have been in the New Bedford area. And guess who's in the audience? But this, um, Tavares. Tavares, oh, and, God. And while, while she's singing, Tavares gets her up on the stage and backs her up unexpectedly. No kidding. <laughs> Rudy, how does that happen? <laughs> Well, Tavares knows you guys, right? You, you filmed them. Well, we interviewed them, yeah. They know us. They told yeah. George. They said to George, hurry up and get this film done. Yeah, that's all they're telling me. Hurry up and get the film done. I said, it's a slow well, process. It is a slow process, but anything that's worth doing will do it right. But, yeah, they, they were in the audience. They got up and... They started talking, and George sent me. I'll send uh, Susanna the pictures. I'll send you the pictures. And it was chubby and tiny. Yeah, they were a bunch of good guys. They've been always, uh, they've been always nice. Yeah, I got the other phone ringing, but uh, they were a great bunch of brothers, boy. I had a lot of nice fun with them, especially down in Miami, too, at the Swinger. Well, they, they uh, you and... Yeah, they, they, uh, and they were all, they're all excited. They got the, they got, we, got, we take them for over an hour, Rudy. Yeah. So, just another sign, that's all. I think it's a good sign. You can do a documentary on them. <laughs> oh my God! Absolutely. Uh, that's, uh, the sugar. that's right. What do you say we play a Tavares song? Right. There we go. Go ahead.
go, Rudy. That's as uh, current today as it was then. Right, right, right. And uh, uh, they got a lot of nice songs. Maybe we should dedicate the hour to them because they're so loyal and still remember the shack and everything. And we had a lot of fun with them down in Miami, too. They worked the Miami crowd. They even killed them down there. Hey, Rudy, Unbelievable. I'm to give you a little... I'm just trying to weave the magic. I mean, what are the chances that George's wife is singing a concert and Tavares is in the audience and gets up and backs her up and says to George, hey, get this documentary done. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's really funny. That's really funny. Yeah. So here, let's play another one. Here we go.
that in the 70s, was it the 70s? Yeah, the big, you know, those guys, like, were number one. Yeah, they had about three or four big ones. Big ones. Big, yeah. big. I mean, Saturday Night uh, Fever put them right to the top of the charts. Right. That was a that was a big hit for them and a big break. You know, we interviewed them. Yeah, Butch, who married Lola Falana. Right, right. That's right. You know, I was trying to think. Of, I know he married one of the one a, a singer. I was couldn't think of her name. Lola Falana. What did he say? What a hot ticket! What a hot ticket he is. He's such a great. They're all great guys, and he has he had the personality. I'll tell you. And uh, and. Uh, it's amazing they've gone along seeing them have a little argument or anything. They probably did, but they kept it to themselves. Right. Yeah, Brothers, I never heard still, still performing all but one. Right. And he, uh, that I think it's Butcher Chubby. Chubby. It's Chubby's not performing. still performing by himself, but he's also performing with the group. And, uh, Butch told the story about <laughs> when you kidnapped them at the twelve was it twelve hundred? Oh yeah, the motel. <laughs> you wouldn't let him leave. <laughs> you made him. You made him. Kept him till he said, promised that he'd he'd bring the band to the sugar shack. Right, right, right. Yeah, we uh, we used to go there every night, and we we ran into them. And I can remember, right? Yeah, we had we we got them to come to the shack or something. I forgot, but we had uh, we we never had a problem with them. Believe me, they were nice guys. Oh, they're amazing guys. So let's play uh, more than a woman. I just realized it wasn't yeah. a duplicate, but uh, it sounds a little scrappy, wanna... but let's see how it does.
You know, uh, you know, wasn't it? The Bee Gees did that song too. Yeah, you know, every Friday night at the Arizona Charlies, they have like an old timers night, and that's the popular song of the night. The wow. guy sings it every Jerry Tippy, his name is. And when that song, when he does that number, everybody goes wild. Yeah. So I'm over listening. And I'm always thinking of Tavares every week. I think of Tavares. I get flashbacks yep. of Tavares. <laughs> well, I'm going to send Susanna the pictures of Chubby with George and uh, Tiny telling them to get going and get this documentary done. Oh, that's good. She'll be very happy. Yep. And, uh, hey, when you say there's a song that's been in my head for two weeks, I can't figure out the the group or the title of the song. I can only think of a few lyrics. And Skippy White always said, if you wanted to buy a record, and you couldn't remember, he said, just hum it. And uh, he could figure it out. So what do you say we give him a call? Yeah, give him a call, Skippy. Yeah. He's got a great voice, boy. He's, uh, well, he's up well, there in age, too. Yep. Yeah. Huh, I guess they yeah, he's, he's not answering for some reason. Some reason it's not... He's, uh, he's not got a great through. talk... Oh, he's got he's a great got voice. He, uh, well, he was a DJ. He was a DJ for years. A W-I-L-D. Does he still got the store? Like a shop? Yeah, but um, for some reason, he's uh, he's not picking up. I'm going to try him on my cell and uh, see what's up. It's not going through the studio. He's always great to talk to. He's such a wealth of knowledge. He's got all those stories, too, about all the artists and everything. Well, he's writing a book, and he should. Yeah. And, I mean, that's... Yeah. Hang on. Just see what happens here. I'm going to put this on speaker. Skippy Weiss? Oh, yeah, Skippy, you're there. This is Tom Hayes and Rudy Garino, Sugar Shack. Yeah, how you doing? Great, we're trying to dial you through the uh, studio. Are you busy? Can you talk? I can talk for a few minutes. I am a little bit busy, but uh, I can probably talk for a couple of minutes. Okay, let us. Uh, let me call you back through the studio and see if that works. Oh, you're going to call me back? Yeah, I'll call you right back. Okay. All right. Good, let's see if we can uh, figure this out. I don't know why it's not... Um I'm going to adjust a couple of things here. Thank you for holding on, folks. All right, there we go. Let's see how that does. Yeah, it looks like we got them. Oh, I got What the hell? I'm going to try. Let's try it again. Well, maybe we can just put them on. Uh, could you hear them okay, Rudy? Yeah. Yes, I think uh, I, yeah, he's coming over clear. All right, let me, uh, let me just do it that way. 
Okay, there you go, Skippy. For some reason, it's not going through the studio, so I've got you on my cell phone, and Rudy is on my landline, and he's out in uh, Vegas. I'll give Rudy a chance to say hello. Rudy, how are you? How are you, Skip? How's everything? I'm fine, Rudy. I'm fine. How you doing? You still? All right, I'm I'm the same. I'm fine, and uh, other than I developed a little wave in my head, I don't know what it was. I went to the hospital. They did a okay. He, um, let me see if I, I know. We got a weird situation here. Again, I'm trying to. For some reason, it won't go through the studio, so I'm trying to hold a cell phone up to my landline. And do the best oh, we can, okay. but, but I can uh, I can interpret. He, Rudy's had a little. Uh, it feels like a, just like a, he calls it a wave, but it feels like there's just a little pressure on his head. He's been fine otherwise. They just can't find it. Now everybody's checked him out and says he's in good health. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So. Uh, well, this gives me a chance to ask you a few things. Yep. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Well, we have a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a glitch, but we are we're revving it back up. In fact, we were just talking about. Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. We had a uh, an incident the other day. George, who uh, filmed you, um, was down in uh, the New Bedford area, and his wife was doing a concert. She's a voice teacher at uh, at Berkeley. Okay. And she was doing a, a one-woman concert. She had a nice band behind her. And uh, in the middle of her concert, Tavares got up on stage with her and backed her up. Okay. And uh, Chubby and uh, Unexpected. And uh, Chubby and Tiny. And, yeah. And, uh, guys. Yeah. And we filmed them, and they, they yelled at us and said, hey, listen, get this thing done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been a while. I mean, how long have you been working on this? It's more than a year. Oh, yeah. It's about a year and a half now, more, maybe yeah. a little more. It's just, uh, you know, how things get. You know, we're trying to get money. We're, people get busy trying to stay alive. Uh, but yeah, no, I understand. And, and I know you're probably trying to get as many people on as you can to interview and so forth. But. I mean, time is moving. Exactly. Well, and, um, Rudy, you know, I just really think that you ought to try to pick a target date and and say, okay, this is when we're going right. to, you know, get it to completion. Exactly. Rudy Rudy says the same thing to me every week. He says, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> right, right. Neither am I. Exactly. As a matter of fact, tomorrow's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. That's great. My neighbor is tomorrow as well. Super. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the 31st of March, one day before I would have been an April Fool if it was one more day. <laughs> well, my neighbor tells the story that his mother gave the orders, don't let that kid be born on the 1st. <laughs> ah, okay. I get you. Hey, you know, I, one of the reasons I called, we we wanted to check in with you and tell you we're still alive and... Yeah, we are going to move on this thing. Uh, since then, since we've talked, of course, uh, they've had some great uh, additions to the footage we've taken. They had uh, Cool and the Gang. Okay. And Whispers. And, uh, yeah. and uh, yeah. the Stylistics are coming to Foxwoods on May 12th. 
Yeah, and they're going to be with the emotions who also were at the uh, shack. And, and Rudy thinks the, a heat wave is going to be with them. And Rudy, you think you had heat wave there, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember we had heat waves. Yeah, he can hear. You can probably hear him now, uh, Skippy. Go ahead, Rudy. Okay. Yeah, we had heat waves. Yeah, I wish I had Otis Redden, though. <laughs> you remember Roger Redden? Johnny you remember his... Junior already left us. He passed away uh, some time ago. He was, uh, he was with Heat Wave? Yeah. No. Wow. No, I just made a joke like uh, Otis Redden. I wish we had him because Skippy knows his brother and I know his brother, Roger. I just brought that up. His brother's taking over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, hey, Skippy, what? <laughs> Rudy wants to talk about Otis, and we'll do that in a minute. But I got a song that's been bugging me. Uh, for two weeks, I heard it at Lambert's in uh, Dorchester. They've been playing great soul music when you go in there. And I told them, I said, finally, you're playing some good music. And they said, yeah, boy, sales have gone up when we play that good music. I said, of course. Everybody's in a good mood. Everybody's dancing through the, through the store. But, um, uh-huh. but can you still do that trick, just hum it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we do it all the time. People are coming in every day here, and they never know exactly what they want. So, you know, they're, they're always humming it. Well, well, I'm going to do the best I can. Can't get away, can't get away. Da, 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 da. Deep, deep, <laughs> deep, 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 deep. Now, put me to the test, because right now, my mind is in about six different places. Okay, well, we'll, we'll get you at a better time. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I do have some sad news to tell you about. Uh, you, you probably don't know about this. Um, I just found out that uh, Jimmy Earlybird, okay, of uh, formerly of WILV in the sixties. Oh, okay. He just passed away. Oh boy, how old was he? Eighty-seven. God bless him. Eighty-seven. Um, we worked together for about a part of uh, ten years during the decade of the sixties, and certainly. I'm sure that he went to the Sugar Shack many, many times. Rudy, do you remember him? Early Bird from WYLD? Right, Early Bird, yeah, I remember. Who can forget that yeah. station? Wild, Wild was the yeah. number one kicking ass station yeah. in Boston. Yeah, he said the early bird was in there a lot. He says, uh, w- of course he was. Yeah, and WILD was the uh, was a kick-ass station in Boston. Yep, that's right. That was yep. the uh, R&B station. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, I did get a chance to talk to him, oh, maybe a month and a half ago. Uh, we uh, we connected on the phone. He was out in Seattle, Washington, and we did get a chance to talk, uh, which was great. And uh, you know, we talked about the old times and so forth. And uh, uh, you know, it was great talking and reminiscing. I just wish we could have talked a little more, but and then uh, he left us. Oh boy, this is uh, this is the tough part of life, Skippy, when your friends leave. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, so. 
you know, in human life, like Exactly. Well, we can, yes. Well, we just lost him, uh, Rudy. We just lost him yeah. on the, the call. I, I couldn't but, uh, hear him too good. Yeah, and he, can, he can't but, hear you either. I'm going to try him. I'm going to try it this way. Um, I'm going to try it again and see if we can get him on the... Uh, well, he says the, he was busy trying. Yeah. Uh, Give it a shot. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. I might have had the... Uh, I mean, I might have had the wrong number here. Let's see. Ah, shit, no. Excuse my language, folks, but I don't know. Uh, Let me see see if I've got the right number. I hate to do this. 4,500, no. Anybody wants to talk to Skippy, 617-524-4500. Uh, I don't know why we're not able to. Oh, maybe that's why. Hang on, hang on. Maybe I had those numbers reversed. Let's try it again. Let's see what happens. Maybe we'll get lucky. It, no, still four fails. What the heck? All right, one more time. And come on. There it is. Here we go. Skippy Whites. Yeah, we finally got Hello? you in the studio. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we got you because, on the studio uh, now. So- suddenly I got a dial tone. I-, I just got a dial tone. I know, same thing happened. But we got you, you're right in the studio, so it should be a lot clearer. Rudy, I'll let you talk now. Okay, Rudy, yeah. what you, what's up? How you doing? Uh, all right, I was just bringing up uh, that... Uh, Otis Redden thing because you knew Roger and I knew him too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. His brother, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if I ever told you that, that I went the year he died, which was 1967, and that was the first year of the Sugar Shack, wasn't it? Right, 67. right, right. Yeah, well, that, that year... That year in August, I went to a DJ convention that was in Atlanta, Georgia. And when we, we you know, we were in the hotel and everything, and uh, one day, one of the days we were there, we got invited to go out to Otis Redding's ranch. And we got on a bus, and we drove to Macon, Macon Georgia, and we went to this uh, big ranch he had, and uh, it was fabulous. They had fabulous food, you know, ribs and chicken and everything. They had all kinds of, they had big tents set up, and they had all kinds of entertainment, not only Otis, but the uh, Barquets were there, uh, Betty Swan, uh, well, I can't, Arthur Connolly, I can't remember everybody that was there, but there was a lot of entertainment. And well, that was the same day. year. That was August of 67, and he died in December of 67. Yeah, right. Is that where you met Roger? Roger Redden and his brother? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Roger's, Roger was there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was I, there. He was there at the same uh, cookout. We used to have a lot of conversation uh, on the phone, you know. I never met him in person, but... 
We used to talk a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Roger could could fill you in on on all the great uh, Southern soul and R and B uh, singers that uh, were down down south there, and of course he uh, he booked a lot of them. Yeah, it was funny that uh, they were talking about Otis took some uh, somebody to stack records and for an interview, and before you know it, he ended up he ended up destroying the company when they heard him sing. It was all over. Well, he was yeah, the man. when they heard him sing, that was it. They were shook. I mean, he was he was so fabulous, had so much soul to him. Yeah. That was it. Him and his yep. church music. <laughs> Give me yeah. some church music. <laughs> he was he what? Was so he used to say, "Give me some church music." Uh, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Well, that's that's it. I mean, he had a lot. He had that churchy soul to him. Yeah, it right. was kind of churchy with him. Boy, they must have got sick when he passed away. Boy, he did. He was oh. unbelievable. I know. Could you imagine? He was only twenty-six years old. Twenty-six years old. Twenty-six years old. I wasn't flying. I think he was in one of those small planes, right? Uh, yeah. He was in a small plane, a chartered plane, and uh, the plane went down. What can you do? Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. I mean, you know, the irony was. You know, he had that song sitting on the dock of a bay. You know, that was just world, worldwide. He famous. had just he had just recorded it. He had just recorded it. I think the week or a few days before uh, the plane crash, and it was you know to be his next record. It hadn't been released uh, when he died, but uh, well, Stax well, I remember got it out real quick. Yeah. Yeah, it was 68. I was down in uh, Bermuda. It was uh, my college year, senior year, and we went to Bermuda uh, for yeah. a spring break, and that's all they played the whole week was that beautiful song. Well, it was, it was big. It was big. Yeah. Like, what and a prodigy, though, you know. Right, exactly. You know, it was uh, almost symbolic. Uh, yeah. You know, when you think of the amazing prodigies. I mean, these kids, like, when you think of, like, Buddy Holly, 17 years old, and even, uh, you know, we, we just lost Chuck Berry. I mean, these guys were just babies. Elvis, 17. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, Chuck Berry was an unbelievable lyricist. I mean, he wrote some oh, fabulous songs. If you, if you listen to the rhymes in his songs, they were just fabulous. Oh, yeah, yeah. and... Uh, he, yeah, he had a lot of great Did you like his goose walk? Remember oh, yeah. Him walk? Yeah, the, the, the duck walk. The duck walk. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, it was it was funny. It was funny. I mean, he was great in person, that's for sure. The only, the only problem he ever came up with in person was when he started getting cheap, and he, he, he didn't bring his band. It was just him and his guitar, and he would use a local... Unrehearsed band. <laughs> Let's face it, a local right. band unrehearsed can't back them up properly. No, no, no way. Yeah, you yeah. you never would have booked him into the Sugar Shack if he brought an unrehearsed local band. <laughs> no, 
Uh, well, he was more rock and roll, you know. He wasn't a, uh, more the soul stuff, you know. He well, was, that's uh, true. Yeah, he was. He was soulful in a way uh, on some of his records, but he was more rock and roll. Yeah, the beat. He had that rock and roll beat. No doubt yeah, about he that. had rock and roll beat, is right. I, I think did, I was. Uh, I did a spotlight on him uh, the the sun the uh, Saturday after he died. I did two hours of Chuck Berry. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, What's uh, his name? Rod Stewart did the whole show over here at Caesar's Palace, dedicated to him uh, when he died. Oh, is that uh, right? My, yeah, Rod Stewart. Oh, oh okay, Rod Stewart. Was booking the Sahara in '83. I think we tried to book him, and uh, the owner wouldn't go for it because he w he wouldn't come in with a band, you know. Yep. And he, no, he got cheap. He got cheap. He got cheap. He wanted to just come in. He wanted all the money in cash, and yeah. it was just all the money would go to him, and you just get a local band. And of course, they didn't know his music. Yeah, his demands were unbelievable, and uh, the owner of the hotel didn't want to go for it. Yeah. yeah. That he brought up some memories about the he he wanted to come without a band and then he wanted some money up front. He wanted more of the money up front. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I well, don't he doubt got it at all. They claim he got ripped off a lot, but uh, that happens in those days. Everybody with a lot of a lot of those acts were getting ripped off. So you say uh, Chuck Berry was ripped off? No, I'm saying he uh, he must have got ripped off a lot of times for him to start demanding money up front and no band and all that. God well, knows maybe. what happened. Uh, yeah. You know what he left when he died, don't you? No. Fifty million. Wow. Well, that's oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, he was worth fifty million dollars. Jesus, that's probably from the world of all his songs. Yeah, that's right. Uh, look at all the songs he wrote. Yeah, the, only he probably... one he gave, the only one he gave away was Maybelline, and he gave that to Alan Freed for payola. But if he Is hadn't that... given it to Alan Freed, maybe there'd never be a Chuck Berry. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Freed made it into a big smash hit, went to number one, and hey, the rest is history. Right, right. Wow, how, much is, how much is the estate of Fats Domino and Little Richard worth? They're both still alive. Uh, who the hell knows? Fats Domino wrote a lot of songs, too. Right? He sure did. Yeah, he wrote a lot. He wrote almost all those hits that he had. He had 50 different million-selling hits. 50 records Ooh. that sold over a million. Wow. That's, well, a, that's, a, lot of, that's a lot of royalties. We had Fats Domino. I didn't have him at the shipping deck. I have Fats Domino. You never had Fats there? Huh? You never had Fats at the Sugar Shack? No, I never had but I had him at my other club in Florida. We had him there, and it was so cold, he came out with an overcoat. Well, he's from New Orleans. He's not used to the cold weather. Yeah, he come out with an overcoat and he's singing at the piano with an overcoat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Fats. He could still play the piano, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, 
He had uh, he had magic fingers. I love the way he ended the uh, the show. Every show, you know, he's got that uh, the 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 big uh, what do you call a big uh, piano? Um, uh, grand. The grand. The grand. The grand piano, right? Right. And he, what he would do is is they would play uh, when the Saints go marching in for his last number, and he would push the piano across the stage with his belly while he's playing and singing. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. That's the way he ended the show. Can you imagine Man. pushing the, uh, a grand piano with your belly? Yeah, well, I do. I, I, I don't remember, but uh, we had him down in Florida. I remember the Codas. Yeah. Yeah, he did good business for us. I would think he probably packed it out every night. He packed it. A lot of yeah. them packed it. You know who Always. packed it? Good? You who know who did the most business was the Everly Brothers. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's I that's get a, a long time ago. Yeah, I get a call from the, uh, the agency. I think the Bernstein agency. Rudy, I got a good one for you. I said, who? The Everly Brothers. So he gave, I says, well, give it to me for 10 days, two weekends. Ah. Uh, they worked the first three days. The police were there. Everybody was there. There was lines all the way up. Collins Ave, all kinds wow. of panoramas. They sold out for three days and turned people away. And then on Monday, they disappeared. They had another fight. They broke up. And I lost what, them. No. Rudy, what what year would that have been? Early seventies, maybe. Uh, middle seventies, because I opened seventy, and I lasted ten years there till eighty. So it was around the mid seventies, I think. Okay. Huh. But they were fighting with each other off and on, though. But that was great. Book, great, uh, great <clears throat> did you have a book, Little Richard? No, I never had a chance. No, I never got him. Oh. Yeah, he probably would have been. Uh, he would have been kind of expensive too. Yeah. <clears throat> how much? How much you, do you remember how much you had to pay Fats Domino? Uh, I think twelve five, something like that. Oh, oh my God, twelve five! You know what he got the last few years? Uh, of course, I don't even think he does any uh, shows at all now. You know, he's about eighty eight. I think he's 88. He's not doing any shows. But the last few years, the last shows that he did, he gets $90,000. Wow. Well, this was that's, a- that's, for, that's for 45 minutes. Him and his band, $90,000, they give you 45 minutes. Wow. Wow. Yep. Uh, this was- <laughs> and he, right up to the end, he still got it. Still got the 90 grand. I'll tell you a story wow. about. I'll tell you a story about Eddie and the OJs. You know Eddie Levert from the OJs. Uh, yeah, of course, Eddie Levert. Yeah. So Eddie lives here in town, right? So we talk yeah. every now and then, you know. And I said, Eddie, tell me how much you were you're getting today for a night's work. He says, Rudy, don't ask. Don't ask. He says, you will not believe it. And he still, up to today, won't tell me what he gets for a night's work. <laughs> it's unbelievable. What, what's your guess? They get, they get, they get 70000 Rudy. Rudy. Holy yeah, I guess. 
70,000. Oh. Right, at night. Oh. He still yeah. won't tell me. Rudy, I ain't going to tell you. I don't want you to get sick. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're still big. The OJs oh. are still big. Oh. You know, he, he had a solo oh, yeah. album out. Yeah, they're still really? kicking ass. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's something else, uh, Eddie LaVert. Oh, my God. Well, we interviewed oh, you're gonna say, Tom? Walter Williams. Yeah, we, we interviewed uh, him, Eddie, and Walter Williams yeah. when they came to town oh, with nice. uh, Gladys. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, the funny stories they told. And, yeah, and, uh, I bet. I Walter bet. told the story that uh, um, his wallet was stolen, <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. he was all upset, and uh, uh, Jerry uh, uh, Graffeo, um the manager, the club's manager, said, don't worry about it. And he came back with the uh, wallet with all the, with more money in it than it was taken. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> and then Walter, Walter said, he says, yeah, he says, we were just kids. We were in our early 20s, he says, and there was a some kind of fair over in the common. So they went over there, mm-hmm. and there was a game of chance, and, uh, you know, throw the, the uh, ball at the bottles or something. And uh, the prize was a boombox. And um, huh. Walton wanted the boombox. So he spent yeah. like a hundred bucks trying to win the boombox. And he came yeah. back into the club. This is Walter telling us this. He comes back into uh-huh. the club, and he's all depressed. And uh, Jerry Maffeo goes over and says, what, what's the problem? He goes, I just lost a hundred bucks trying to win the boombox. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Jerry, he says, I'll be right back. And Jerry goes over, comes back with the boombox and the hundred bucks. <laughs> wow. All right. Tom, I'm going to have to jump off. i got some people uh, waiting okay. uh, on me. Thanks so much. Okay, buddy. All right, Rudy. Always good. Great. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Rudy. Likewise, Tom. Skip and have a wonderful day and uh, stay healthy. All right. We'll hook up again real soon. Good right. enough. We're going to go to work. We're going to go to work, Skippy. Okay. All right, Tom. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks so much. Take care. All uh, right. There he is, a legend, a legend in the music business, uh, doing his own uh, book himself right now, and we're getting another kick in the butt to uh, get this documentary fish, uh, finished. Ru- Rudy, you got a lot of people and a lot of uh, things happening to get this thing done. Well, I like Skippy because uh, he tells nice stories about the old, uh, the old soul crowd, soul singers, the soul gang. Yeah. He told the story uh, I just, about uh, going to the ranch at Otis Redden. I like to yeah. hear stories like that. Hey, do you think and Roger he, is still alive? Roger Redding? I don't know. I don't know. I wish I could uh, find out if he's. I'd like to get back rapping with him. They all had nice stories. That's. What I don't know. Yeah, let me. Uh, and Skippy, let me. Skippy Mitchell. Uh, look him up on the computer. Yeah, let me look. Oh, here we go. Um, Roger, he's alive. He's Roger alive. Redding, phone number. Yeah. Age, uh... Can this what be is right? he doing? 
What does he got? Wait, wait, a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I I just I just put in the name, and oh no no no. Here we go. Let's see who this is. It might be bad news. Here we go. Um, no, I don't think so. Oh. No, no, no. Thank God. No, no. There's a lot of Roger. <laughs> There's a Roger, Roger Reddings, Roger Reddings out there. I'm going to try to put it, narrow it down to Georgia. Uh, I think it was a yeah, make him Georgia. Okay, well, let's try this. Otis Redding's brother. Let's try this. Here we go. Otis Redding. John, da, 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 Otis Redding, Otis Redding, Otis Redding. Roger Redding. 34th. Images for Roger Redding. OJ's brother. Uh... 2012, he was still alive. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Photos. Photos. Roger Redding, 2012. No, he was... Charlie Brusco, Red Light Management, and Rogers Redding. Otis Redding, brother, at the 34th Annual Georgia Music Hall of Fame Awards in 2012. I'm going to, uh, do you know this guy? Why does that sound funny? Charlie Brusco. Do you know him? No. No. Oh, okay. Uh, they're not giving a lot more information than that. I don't know. Um, let's see. <laughs> Otis Redding is a clip. The Chitlin Circuit. Uh, we met Boss Evers Charles, the brother of civil rights hero Medgar, who looked as healthy. And Otis Redding's brother Rogers had been arrested. <laughs> God knows what for. Um, what? I don't know. That, that might have been just a protest. Uh, I'm going to. Well, here I didn't know this. Otis Redding, Otis Redding's band, the Barkays, pictured outside the former cinema. That became Stax Record. Four band members died in that plane crash. Wow, that's what a tragedy. Oh, yeah. They had uh, uh, most, of the band, the, most of the band went with them. Wow. We, we had the Barcades with Tyler Thomas at the Sugar Shack. Right. Right. Well, let's... Uh, I'm going to research Roger and see if we can find him, but let's play... Uh, Heck, why don't we why don't we do uh, why don't we do the bar case? Let's see. Yeah. There we go. Bar case. Yeah, hang on. Shredded. Okay. Uh, okay, hang on. Let me. Sorry for the inconvenience. There we go. A little bar case action. Here we go.
Channel. Yep. And uh, yeah, before right. you know, Rudy, I remember those nights where the place would go crazy with that music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was unreal. You know, one guy I really missed was, uh, what's his name, the guy that died, his father shot him, was it Marvin Gaye? Oh, I my couldn't God. Get, couldn't get oh, a hold of him. God. To Europe, oh, uh, was... in the Netherlands, then he never wanted to come back. Then when he come back, his father shot him. I know. Tragic. Yeah, yeah. he was a biggie. Oh, he was a monster. I mean, that album, you know, What's Going On, and just, uh, and of course, when he was with Tammy Terrell, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Um, yeah. I had Astrid you know. and Simpson. Astrid and Simpson, they wrote that song. They were songwriters for Motown. Wow. Astrid and Simpson. Wow. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, they were. So, when they, when so they much came history to the here. Yeah, there's a lot and of history. Astrid, a lot of... And let's play an Ashford and Simpson song. Here we go. Now, I think, on reflection, it was, it was Lawrence Welk who said, everybody has one great song in them. Well, reviewing the vast catalogue of hit songs that our next guests have had, clearly, Lawrence Welk was wrong. As writers, producers, and performers, our next guests have received 22 gold and platinum records. Yes. And more than, more than 50 ASCAP awards. Their songs, yes, have been performed by Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, Marvin Gaye, Diana Ross. The list is endless, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Ashford and Simpson. Ain't no mountain high, ain't no band low. Ain't no river wide enough now If you need me, call me No matter where you are No matter how far Oh, you, 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 you Just call my name I'll be there in a hurry You don't have to worry Cause baby, there ain't no mountain high enough Ain't no battle low enough Ain't no river wide enough To keep me from getting to I remember the day I set you free. I told you you could always count on me. From that day on, I made a vow. I'll be there when you want me, some way, somehow. Cause baby, that ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no battle low enough. Ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to you. 
great. That's fantastic. And how many times did you have them at the shack? Oh, I know we had them once. I know we had them once. Wow. Oh, they're great. Uh, great, great, great. Well, Rody, we uh, put in over an hour, believe that? Yeah. Yeah, how to, when, when, when you're having a good time, time flies. Yeah, so was the, my next question was, you, did you have fun today? <laughs> I'm going to tell you a nasty joke. I never had so much fun with my pants on. <laughs> you know, Rudy, this has been an amazing trip. I mean, we, we got stuck a little bit, but we're moving through it. The energy's picking up. Rick's coming down here. He just sent me an email. He's coming here Monday. We're going to work on the script. George um, sent me a text this week. He's getting back into it. Uh, we're going to, and then I got a call. I told you I got that call from a guy who has a guy that's talking about putting 500000 into this. You know, everybody said that Jeez. before, but we'll see what happens. But the well, energy is picking up, Rudy. We need somebody with money that's got write off. You know, they can write off yep. their losses at the top. Well, you know, we've got to get back to Henry, too. I guess Henry's still, maybe he's back from Florida. We can call him. Well, I don't know what happened with Henry, but uh, it just was a, I don't know what to say, but uh, I can't believe it because he was always into music and uh, shows. Well, listen, why don't we do this next week? Let's make it a note to call Henry just to say hi. That's good. That's good. Okay. Yeah, tell him that we're okay. still around. We'll give him an update on how many people we have. And, uh, you know, we'll tell him about plans for a book. And uh, all we need is a little, little money. And we can get all this done. All right. So let's wrap it up. And, uh... The old sugar shack. Hey, Rudy, we pulled off another good show. Just you and I. And, of course, and I, Skippy. Well, all you got to do what? is when we run out of talk, we just uh, spin records. Yeah, and then uh, we get good guys like uh, the last couple of weeks. We had uh, Sonny, um, Sonny White call in and... Uh, you know, today, Skippy White, and uh, and we had the uh, bass player for the people. When certain records come up, you know, you get a flashback, control, and then you start coming up with stories, you know? Exactly. Well, listen, I hope you feel better. You sound great. And uh, let's, uh, let's plan on this next week. Okay. You got it, bud. All right, here All we right. go. Take our national anthem. There's a crazy little shack beyond the tracks. And everybody calls it the sugar shack. Well, it's just a coffee house made out of wood. Espresso coffee taste. Mighty good. That's not the reason why I've got to get back Just to that sugar shack Oh, baby, to that sugar shack 